all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? What up, everybody? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. We are here, um, a victorious episode. Finally got a win again after, what was it, three losses in a row? Three losses in a row. Beat the Orlando Magic, who are a good team. They're 19, they were 19 and 12 going into this game. Um, yeah. A lot of length, athleticism, defense. I believe they have the second best defense in the league, or top five at least. And the Warriors didn't handle them, but they, you know, it felt like they were in control of the game, though the score didn't reflect that for a lot of the game. Right. They were going on runs. They were playing Warrior basketball at high pace. Steph did Steph things. Um, plenty of the guys from the Warriors had good games, right? Like, Clay had a, a, his best game in recent, like, out of his last few. Yeah. Chris Paul hit shots. Kaminga had a great game overall. For the Apparently, for the first time all season, all five starters are in double figures scoring. What? Let's ring the bell, okay? Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> that. But, but um, yeah, everybody, everybody chipped in and did their part for the most part. So, and that's what we've been waiting for. It's mm-hmm. like if everybody can just do their part, play their role, we can put things together and come out victorious. Yeah. So that's what we saw. Everyone pitching in, doing their part. Yeah, there was some, you know hiccups here and there but they still came back together and did what they needed to do yeah i i didn't feel the whole you know throughout times in other games where we just get that whole here we go they're doing the dumb stuff that was early on but it didn't it wasn't one of those feelings of guys can we just stop being stupid it was just the okay, all right. Now, uh, now we're back. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. So, I, I there, what there wasn't that dread in this particular game, and it could have gone that way because Orlando's a huge team. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Suggs decides now I can hit threes. Right. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they hit fourteen threes uh, out of 39 percent from three which is well above their average. They are the worst three-point shooting team in the league. <laughs> so it wouldn't be a Warriors game if something fluky didn't happen that wasn't in our favor. But they still won despite that. So hopefully they can build on this. They got um, Denver next and Detroit after that. But hopefully they can build on this and play a good Denver game because they owe them. They're 0-2 they're against Denver this season. So. Right. And, and we're home. So we hope that that's right. You know, that gives us that little push to get over that hump because we have played Denver really well and they've both been on the road. So I'm kind of feeling like, Hey, third time's a charm. We get this dub. Mm -hmm. And hopefully Steph and Clay can continue what they did tonight against them because both times that we played against Denver, they have struggled. Yeah. Um, could be the altitude, just could be any any random thing over the course of the season. But hopefully they, they build on this tonight and they found their groove. Um, they were 18 for 31 from the field combined. 
uh, 51 points chipped in together, seven threes out of 17 attempts. Um, yeah, should have been more. Steph missed three free throws. That anytime he misses, it's it's like way up here. Like you can't miss free throws. Not you. Not yeah. you. And then we left a lot out there because everybody missed free throws. It was mm-hmm. really just kind of disgusting how many were missed mm-hmm. and how they missed them. It wasn't like, oh, it just rimmed out. No, like back rim, like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> what have you been working on? <laughs> so- right. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I think I think a few seasons ago, we were the best free throw shooting team in the league. And it was obviously Jordan and Steph. Right. Both being near the top of the league, carrying it and, and Clay as well. But and Clay, yep. Just very weird. Um, you know, for some reason, pause is one for four. He hasn't shot free throws well this season. Mm-mm. I mean, like this Mm-mm. is obviously first season, but he's I, a I know player. what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. It's a he's a skilled player, so it doesn't really make sense that he he struggles with his free throws, but I think over time that'll get better. Um first half they got killed on the glass. Oh yeah, just and <sighs> I mean, <laughs> the Warriors, I mean, they everybody knows they're, quote, unquote, an undersized team. I mean, they they are an undersized team, especially when they play Steph and CB3 together. But by the numbers, they're one of the best, if not the best, rebounding team in the league. We're the best. Yeah, so um, you don't typically expect to get crushed on the glass. But, I mean, the, the Magic are huge. At every position, they have like a 6'6 six, six or above guy. And a lot of them are six nine and above. So yeah, <laughs> they they play extremely hard, and they know they can't shoot, so they crash a lot. Right. Uh, they usually miss a ton of these threes and just get the rebound back and try to score that way. So we knew that was going to happen. But second half, they cleaned it up and they they rebounded like the Warriors rebound, yeah. and a lot of those magic possessions were just one and done. And I think ultimately that's what kind of separated them in that third quarter, and and gave them a comfortable lead. And then, I mean, in the fourth quarter as well, before the Magic started just hitting shots with, when they when the Warriors stopped kind of playing defense. Right. Yeah. It was a good, I mean, good gritty effort. I think that's that's what, what Steve was asking for, right? Grit. And playing for one another. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That fire. Let's get a little bit into the individual performances. We can start with um, Steph. I mean, Steph is Steph. So we'll, we'll get to him. And talk about him. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. For all NBA NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. He was a plus 13, which led the team. Finally. Finally. Finally, plus (laughs) minus is where it's supposed to be. Right, Um, and what we're used to. (laughs) <laughs> right. right. I mean, he was the best player on the court by far tonight. He's 36 points. He looked like he got his legs under him again for a little bit. Um, in December, it looked like he was like kind of dragging. Right. You know, not as not as explosive. 
um, leaving things short, both in threes and at the rim. Yeah. But he had 36 points tonight, six assists, two rebounds, four steals, and a block. Um, just kind of doing everything out there. Yeah. Magic. Look, setting screens, like, <laughs> however you want. He I does. I like <laughs> plays, um, look away threes, finishes around the rim, just kind of complete Steph game. And these are the games that remind you, like, yeah, he's still he's still that guy. Right. Um, so, you know, they got to do what they need to do to make sure that he's in a position to, you know, compete at the highest level when it when it comes time for the playoffs and stuff like that, because he's very much still um, at that level as an individual player. Um, right. his, his splash bro got in some foul trouble early in the game. Yes, they he did. Two of those were ticky tack, you know. But he's guarding up. Yeah. He's guarding Paolo Bancaro for the majority of the game. Paolo's 6'10", beast, bully ball, kind of like cut from that Carmelo Anthony cloth where he's just kind of getting into your space and mm-hmm. trying to bump you off. So Clay got a few calls there. But in the second half, he you know, looked like vintage Clay. I think he only had three points in the first half. So he had 12 in the second half. Great defense outside of those early fouls. Pretty much yeah. put Paolo Bancaro in a straitjacket the whole game. He did. He, he really locked in to saying, listen, all right, that was that half. This is this half. Now just lock in, play smart defense, and don't get agitated. Mm-hmm. D- don't allow, hey, if you get this call, don't let it take you out of what your job is. So, and he started hitting shots. He played mm-hmm. better defense. It all works together. And we yeah. needed that. Yeah. So. And I think um, something that I noticed was they put the ball in his hands and in Steph's hands a lot earlier and more often. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of underrated how much of a rhythm player Clay is. Like, we all know that Steph, well, both, I think, honestly, but we all know yeah. that Steph is a rhythm guy. He needs to touch the ball. He needs to, you know, dribble into a lot of his shots. But I think with Clay as well, because he's been so much of a catch and shoot guy. And known as a catch and shoot guy for the majority of his career, I think he plays a lot better when you give him a little bit more ball handling reps. Not necessarily like playing point guard, but right, right. Like we let's him, not get crazy, you right? Know, not, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just just getting a feel. Let, let right. me let me touch it some. I can you know run some little handoffs to you, like exactly. just those kinds of touches. Exactly, like he. Early in the game, they ran a double pin down for him. He caught the ball, and it was immediately a, a rifle pass down to Trace for a dunk. Yeah. Um, that that's going nice. to be there all the time. And he had another one where he – I think it was might have been semi-transition where he came down and wrapped it around his head with the left hand. Yep. Early no look. Yeah. Oh, it was like, like oh, okay, Clay. Okay, Clay. <laughs> like, he doesn't have, like, a handle to break somebody down. Right. He rarely <laughs> ever gets picked. Like, he's not going to – somebody's not going to just pick his pocket and, and he's not going to turn it over on a live dribble. He might turn it over on a pass, but like not on a live dribble. So I think leaning into more of his gravity on the, on the ball can generate easier shots for his teammates. And then it gets him a better feel for the ball. So his shots right. go down a little bit easier. Um, and keeps him engaged. Exactly. And keeps him mentally engaged as well. Next we're looking at trace another solid game. I think he was a little bit jump happy early in the game. Yeah, yeah. It was like, okay, okay, all right. 
Like, yeah. relax. Right. Right. <laughs> we know you started and everything, but, <laughs> you know, just calm it down. Because <laughs> yeah. these are some big dudes. Like. <laughs> big dudes. And it's like, it was, it was kind of, I don't want to bring him up. It's kind of like Wiseman-esque where it was like, he wants to block everything so bad that he goes for a block <laughs> the guy that he's on gets to office a rebound. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they correct that going forward. But solid game overall. He was active. You know, he's always active. He still had two blocks. Yeah. One still. But he still had some good blocks in there. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, he's a shot blocker. They, what do they say? Leapers leap. He's one of those type of players. Um, he's still a rookie despite, you know, him being wise beyond his age. But, I mean, he's still kind of an older rookie. But yeah, he, he makes rookie mistakes every now and then. And they just got to live with those for now because he just offers things that they don't have anywhere else on the roster. So. Yeah, and, and that was it was it was evident. You you just saw just how they move differently mm-hmm. when he's out there, you know, opposed to when we have Looney out there, which I'm sure you will get to soon. <laughs> yeah. Before we get there, we're gonna talk about JK, but a great game. Yeah. Um attacking the rim. I mean, I think these players they know like some of the narratives behind them as players and stuff like that. And he knows that Franz went right after him in the draft. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, they should have picked Franz. Um, I mean, Franz is an amazing player, but I'm sure that juiced him up a little bit. Right. To, to sometimes it was, okay, dude, if you're going to come in here and doing all this spin move, at least attempt to actually make the layup. Because you're just going in there willy-nilly and you're not getting the call. Mm-hmm. And, and so now you got to hustle back on defense, which you were doing kind of, sort of. But it, it was just some of those moments where you're just like, look, mm-hmm. you can get there, but I need you to actually make this layup and not just mm-hmm. kind of go in there just whoosh, all right. crazy. You know, be under control. And you will still get off up against Wagner. Like you you'll still get that chance. Yeah. <laughs> like Definitely. we're going to try to make that happen for you. <laughs> Definitely. And I mean after the game he he said um I believe Bonte asked him something about like playing next to the Splash Bros and he pretty much was like every team is terrified of these two dudes so I get open shots all the time. Like open open lanes and that's kind of where he has to eat like 14 shots today. A lot of them were at the rim. He yeah. did take five threes, but most of his shots are going to come in the painted area, and he's pretty pretty potent in that area of the court as long as he's under control, you know, not doing not doing too much, right. taking taking simple shots. He could have had over twenty if CP three would have threw him a lob at the end of the game. You know, right there. little Chris, little Chris, little Chris. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> Little Chris. <laughs> getting on my nerves, getting on my nerves. But no, but but the fact that Kaminga says that, it's like tap into that, really hone into that, use the gravity that they're drawing and make yourself available. Mm-hmm. And it will be there for you. So, yep. you know, instead yep. of kind of hanging out and not like get involved. And he was making some really good passes too. So we'll give yeah. him that. Yeah. 
he finished with uh, four assists, and he was doing kind of the Draymond thing a little bit where he was hunting mm-hmm. shots for Steph and Clay. Like, where are they at? I need to find yep. them and get them the ball. Um, and it usually yields good results, and it creates good energy for the team. Right. Um, so that was good. He got two blocks, too. One of them was kind of unexpected. I didn't think he could reach it, but he got to it. That just kind of shows his potential. Yeah. yeah. Especially that one. He was running down. Uh, somebody was going up for a layup. And it was just like, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> they just they need that kind of play from him. Um, the athleticism plays. Trace as well. Trace got two blocks. Um it just changes the game and it gets them out in transition. It's not enough to just get a stop. You kind of need a few stops that give that push you into transition so you can get easy baskets. And those are the type of plays that will do that. Um, speaking of defense, Chris Paul. Man. Oh, I thought you were going to get to Wiggins because I thought Wiggins had a pretty decent game. Decent. Listen, Listen homie was getting blown through the chest on some of those <laughs> but listen nothing you can do about that <laughs> he was yeah, he was, was still in position so yeah like well what you what you want me to do i know i mean they, they're playing him at the four a lot or kind of like in the big position and he has to guard some of these bigger dudes like mo Wagner right. on the block and that's just a tough ask for him but um yeah, we'll we'll brush over Chris Paul. I want to do all the starters, but we'll brush over. Chris oh, Paul. okay. He was a minus nine, yeah. so that's just that just kind of tells you what kind of game he was having. Um, he just compromises the defense. I'll just <laughs> keep reminding everybody that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a great defender anymore. But moving to Wiggins, Wiggins. Um, I think he had a. I think he had good stretches. I think he had subpar stretches as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think he got pulled at the end of the game because JK was playing so well and he wasn't playing that well. Right. Yeah. Kind of something to monitor, but like in the first half, he was good in the second half. It was kind of like, like you said, blown through the chest a little bit. I think he had like a bad closeout on Mo Wagner. um, Yeah. And that, that kind of led to a layup and then Mo Wagner kind of just put him in the post and just scored on him. It's like, but then it was also just, he was out there with Dario and Chris. It just, I just didn't Weird feel like one. that was the best lineup for him to really succeed. It, yeah. it was just a, a mess to me, that one. And I think JK was out there too. It, But I, I still think it's because Chris is there for some reason. It's like this, this just wasn't working for, for me or for Wiggins. It just didn't highlight him enough. It just was like, Ugh, this is so choppy. And then that's, of course, the lead goes as well in in that stint there. Yeah. Because no one, there was no, no one could really shoot except for Dario. And it wasn't like, he wasn't really getting the ball like in his spots either. It was just a mess. Yeah, that was a weird lineup combo. Um, I do think Clay's uh, foul trouble kind of threw the rotation off a little bit. And then obviously Gary getting hurt. We'll get to Gary. Yeah. Kind of threw the rotation off a little bit. But that's when we thought that Moody was going to enter. I mean, he was riding a bike and yeah. still riding. He might still be riding the bike now. I but I mean, that's where I was just like, well, you call him off the bench, go get warmed up. 
but he never enters the game. Mm. Houseway. How? Huh. Okay. I mean, hopefully he's back in the rotation. <sighs> come Denver. Look, right. come Denver. Right, because, I mean, Gary's going to be out for a while. I guess we can briefly touch on, on that. Yeah, that sucked. Hamstring uh. strain, kind of like non-contact-ish. He tripped. He tripped, and I'm sure it, it his his leg just kind of tweaked. It, but, it, but it looked like his leg gave out actually first before he went down. Because mm. I, I was watching the replay, and it looked like, oh, it gave out, and that's what caused him to trip. And it just so happened that the Orlando player was right there, but he didn't trip him. So yeah, yeah, I don't think they it made just, contact. It just, uh, it's man, that sucked. Just got like back. He just, just gets back. Started really like, all right, okay, we got the team. Let's go. Just mm-hmm. done. And he had just made a great play, too. That layup. Okay. Perfect. It's like, okay, Gary's Picking up full back. court. Eh. Yeah, just tough, tough, tough scene there. And he knew just, and once he showed what he felt, it was just like, well, no, he's really injured. This ain't no, let me quick go to the back. Celebrini, wrap me up real quick. I'm going to be right back. No, it was, he ain't coming back. Mm -hmm. Probably for the rest of this home stretch. I mean, for sure. If it's a hamstring. Hamstring is like super tricky, takes a while to heal. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's anywhere between a few weeks or to a month or something like that, depending on how how bad the strain is. So mm. it well for Gary. Um, I mean, at this point, I mean, before he's before he even got to Warriors, he was always kind of injury prone. And he's he's at that age now where he's playing a super athletic style of basketball, you know, very athletic, explosive. Yeah. But he's in his 30s, right? So it could come with a little bit of, um, you know, extra injuries, even the non-contact injuries now. So it's just something that they got to be mindful of going forward. But, I mean, they, they have the depth to be able to make sure they're they're fine when he isn't there. And that starts with playing Moses Moody. So hopefully <laughs> Moses Moody. Look, welcome back, Moses. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. It's I'm like sure. you feel bad that he has to come in because someone's injured but it shouldn't really be that way he should still be in the rotation because mm-hmm. we could use his shooting and his defense i, yeah. I just especially his defense less chris yeah. less chris That's more crazy. moody it's really an easy fix can can anybody explain to me why chris paul played 30 minutes today um it's only a matter of time knock on wood before he pulls something playing this many minutes. It's like, come on. Uh, but I mean, it is what it is. So hopefully we see Moody going forward. Speaking of guys who are not playing one, Mr. Draymond green apparently hasn't been around the team. I can't say I'm shocked about that, but he hasn't been around the team despite the league saying that it's okay for him to be there. Um, uh, Steve Kerr made it seem like it was a mutual decision for them to spend more time apart during this process, which Oof. I'm not really sure what that means, but you're not really sure. <laughs> Look, sounds like somebody is fed up and is like, 
You're doing to, you're doing this to yourself. And it it sounds like just on the surface, you're not really doing the work like you should be. Mm. I mean, to to say n- no, we we text, but no, nah, we, we don't need him in the facility like with us. When we out, he can come in. That's that's yeah. saying something. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, ultimately, it's going to have to come out eventually what what's been going on and what the next move is, whether it's just integrating him back in slowly on a minutes restriction or having him practice for a little bit before he's allowed to play mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe even something bigger than that. You never know. But something, obviously something to monitor the team. All, the team really just is not going to be as good as it can possibly be if Draymond is not playing. That's just right. Period. Point blank. Um, if you're looking to move on from Draymond in any capacity, what is the likelihood of that happening? Right. What is the likelihood of somebody wanting to bring Draymond in to their team for the mm-hmm. price, given his history and given just the risk of him being suspended by the league at any point, even for things that might not be malicious intent from him. Like he's automatically going to be defaulted to suspension and the suspensions are only going to get worse from here. So at this point. It's looking like he's out an entire month. Like this is like, this is a long time when you think. For sure. I mean, it's going to be, you missed what, like two games earlier with injury. He was ejected, I believe, from three other games. Mm-hmm. He was suspended for the five game one. Now I think this is game 10 of this suspension. And this started December 13th. So uh, probably going to end up missing like 25 games this season. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Something close to it. Um, which is unfortunate because he was there for every game pretty much last year. Yeah. Um, play well last year, even after the punch. Thing. He was kind of like on his best behavior into the playoffs. He did that Sabonis stuff. But yeah, we don't have to dive too deep on on the bad decisions made by Draymond Green, but it's just it's sad that it's hurting the team like this because they can definitely use him. And I don't think their record is 15 and 17 if he's played in a lot of these games. That he's, I mean, 15 games missed due to suspension is ridiculous. Like if he plays in those games you know, how many of those losses that he missed turn into wins. Um, Entire season looks different. Then they just have a much better, clearer picture of the team if he's there. Like, oh, let's just wait until Draymond gets back. It's like, well, 40 games in. It's like, just uh, sad stuff, sad stuff. But, um, yeah. Looking ahead, you said we got Denver. Yeah. Denver, Denver. Mm-hmm. I think Denver should have everybody. I don't know about Aaron Gordon for sure, but Oh yeah, he might not be back. Yeah, he might not be back because he got into that that dog. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, 
they're coming here. And isn't he from uh, the Bay? I think he is. I think he's so, from, yeah. I'm sure he's, get a quick shot, he's playing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. generally how it works. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, if this is the only time they played Denver in Chase Center this year. But if it is, uh, I can imagine he'll try to play in that game just because he's back in his hometown. But yeah, that should be a good game. Um, just the the West in general, the the top teams are looking really, really stout right now. And they're looking really good. Oklahoma City just beat the Boston. So did we. So did we. Yeah. <laughs> we did. They also beat Denver like the two games before that, and they beat Minnesota like three yeah. games before that. So they're beating all the good teams. It looked like a legitimate um, contender right now. And the Warriors are out of the play-in. So. But we're tied with the Lakers in losses. So we're only half a game out. Look, we're building now. We just got to win. We, we're building. So we're moving in the right direction. <laughs> win streak one. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's get it back up. We had it at five. Let's get it. Let's get it back up to five and beyond. Starts with Denver. And yeah, I mean, I don't really got much more from this game. No. Just just a just a good solid win that mm-hmm. that was needed. And unfortunately, we lost someone in this game just as we got them back. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, this will open the door for Moses Moody to enter the rotation. Hopefully, good little 20-minute stint from here on out because Gary will be out indefinitely at this point. Mm-hmm. So we just hope that... Uh, Stay ready. We'll still be ready and clicking, hitting his threes. So, you know, we're looking forward to that and looking forward to a a good Denver game, which we always have a good game, really, Mm -hmm. against them. And now that Clay and Steph are both, they've got their legs now, they found their shots. Let's just hope we're moving in that same direction that they carry that with them. And the supporting cast still continues to show up and play like they have been. So, mm-hmm. yep. I mean, looking at some more individual stuff, despite the four fouls and uh, a really short span, even Loon looked better. He did, and I, I'm I'm telling you, maybe this coming off the bench is giving him the breather and time that he's needed to kind of catch his breath and really just get into a nice rhythm because each time that he comes in, he's not looking sluggish like that. He's Mm -hmm. actually got a little burst, you know, granted, you know, he's still uh, hard to get to the rim, but listen, second half, making that move, spin, Mm -hmm. ooh, layup, and one, what, 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 what? And making his free throws. This is what I'm talking about. So this coming off the bench, I think has truly benefited Looney as well as us because now he's grabbing those rebounds again. 
You saw him flying around out there in the second half, coming up with some huge offensive boards, keeping those things alive, setting that super solid screen on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped him. But again, he's just he's just looking more like the loon that we had expected early on. So mm-hmm. hey, as long as TJD continues to thrive in the starting lineup. I think we kind of ride this out for a bit. We just really need to scoot Chris out of that lineup. Like, I, I, I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Not one bit. Yeah, I don't like, like it. Moses can handle the ball too, but granted, we're, he's not going to jump into the starting lineup. But there's others that can, you know, do a decent enough job to handle the ball along with Curry. Like, Right. It doesn't have to be little Chris. Like Yeah. Someone taller. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me it comes down to they're 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 giving him a role of a thirty million dollar player. All right. And he's not thirty million dollar player anymore. So it's like right. how about you turn that contract into someone who's actually thirty worth thirty million dollars? But that's just, you know, conversation for another time, I guess. So Right, in February when they do it. There you go. <laughs> there we go. But, yeah, like you said, a good solid win. 121 to 115. They beat the Magic at home. They're now 16 and 17 in the season, which puts them a half a game behind the Lakers for 10th, which means uh, they would be in the play-in if they pass the Lakers. When right. they past the Lakers. Like you gotta speak this into existence, Justin. Not know if it's when. You're right, you're right. (laughs) When they beat Denver next, that's right. Lakers. Then they got the Pistons. Um Pistons. The tough Pistons. I know it's so hard to beat that team. Uh, Listen, I'm not gonna sleep on the Pistons because any given time things can happen. However, we're looking to just keep the winning streak alive. That's mm-hmm. what we're trying to do here. Yeah. So when we get to Detroit, we should be logging that as a win. And we keep going. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they got to finish out this homestand. It's four more games left. They got to finish out four more wins. Why not? Why not? Why not? Five in a row. It's been done before. They can do it again. No, exactly, exactly. So, um, appreciate everybody for, <laughs> for tuning in. Um, hopefully, everybody's in a good mood after that game. We needed that win for the fan base morale to boost up, right? Uh, we're not gonna do a vibe check just yet. We're gonna wait till after the Denver game to do a vibe check. We we wait until you know we it's five in a row, and that's when yeah. we check it in. <laughs> we check in. Um. Yeah, again, thanks for James, thanks for joining in. Um, follow us on all of our socials, interact with us, ask us questions. We will answer them on the pod. We'll do a mailbag after the, the Denver game. And um, anything else you got, Karim? No, I just say, hey, let's keep up the positive energy because that's what we need. We've just got to keep putting out the positive energy to help our squad. We're mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, in a little bit of limbo here. And let's just keep it up so that they can start to feel it from us. 
the fan base. All right. Yeah. Fan base is mighty quiet when guys play well. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't have to be Debbie Downers. So come on. Or negative Nellies. Let's just keep <laughs> the positive energy going. That that's what, you know, I'd like to bestow on everyone. Yeah. Positive Peters. <laughs> positive Peters. <laughs> I don't think that I'll be using that one. Positive Peters. Okay. <laughs> Positive. <laughs> this is how you know it's super late. Out I was here literally going to say that it's one thirty <laughs> over here on the East Coast. <laughs> we start seeing stuff in the corner of the room. You know, you start getting more delusional. <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, a good time. Good time. Good time. Yeah, we will catch you guys on the next one, and uh, have a good night. Good morning, whatever, whenever you're listening to it.